Welcome, 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 welcome to the uh, third episode <laughs> of the one and only podcast. I am Prince William Louder Monroe, the one and only, uh, the one in love, bringing you uh, some more black excellence shining light on what uh, the campus of Tuskegee has to offer. Um, for this episode, uh, I would like to explore uh, the world of photography. And so I have a special guest, um, the man, the myth, the legend, the man behind the lens, uh, Malik Melton, Yo. aka Leak, Leak Edits. Yeah, yeah, you know, most people just know me by Leak, Leak okay. Edits. Okay. Malik, I'm okay with that, but what's happening? How y'all doing today? All right. Um, Leak, you want to shine a light of what you do? And All right, you know, I'm just, I don't think... There's a specific type of photography I do. I'm just a photographer. Go to Tuskegee and I just do what I can, you know, try and capture as many moments as I can around here. Yeah. That's really what I try and focus on. Yeah. And um for those who don't know, I'm pretty sure you might know who this this gentleman is. Um Leak Edits, uh his photos are so profound and, and so known that um once you see his photo it's like, Oh, that's a that's a Leak Edits photo. And I think that that's that's stamped uh, as far as, I don't know, in photography, but you can see pictures. Have you seen pictures to where you'd be like, um, that's so-and-so's? Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's that's pretty normal. Definitely. Not like, you know, there's, I feel like everyone has their distinct style. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're trying to find it, you know, maybe you pull inspiration from one person mm-hmm. or another, but most of the time you could look at someone's picture and be like, yeah. And like if you if you know that photographer though like if you're used to them pictures you can look at it and be like yeah I know who yeah. I know who took that okay okay well yeah so uh, we're gonna dive into a discussion of life as a photographer the pros and cons the ups and downs okay uh, so my first question something that came to my head uh, what in your opinion um, is some of the main duties as a photographer photographer like what is that like when a client asks you um i would like so-and-so a picture is just like this like what is what is your job like how to you know i really i really feel like stefan's uh you know stefan's Mm -hmm. his slogan bringing a vision to reality Mm. that's really what it is like it's just you know they're coming to you they believe you got a talent and you know they have something in their head and they want you to make that come to reality and that's really what it's it's all about trying to capture that person in the, you know, in the best moment, mm-hmm. in their best limelight, mm-hmm. make them look, you know, make them look beautiful or make them look tough, however, whatever type of pictures it is. Yeah. Have you ever had, like, a client, like, uh, like disapprove or just, yeah. it was just hard to work with? Or not hard to work with. Um, yeah. I say that, you know, there's just sometimes you take pictures for people and, you know, they may have a, a different opinion they may have a really set opinion on how they mm-hmm. want it all to come out like they kind of have an expectation on what they think it should be and that's what they want at the end of the day and i mean yeah. with me personally i it is a business so yeah. customers are always right for me so i'm just going i'm going to always do my best yeah as i can to try and get what a customer wants yeah that's true um how did you even start in photography? Like, <laughs> like what's that story? I'm pretty sure because even my last guest, he had a unique story of how he got into entrepreneurship. Like, what made you? Start? So this was what two? No, nah, it's around a year and a half ago. Yeah. 
uh, I was just playing basketball. It was towards the end, towards the end of the season, and I was just this is in high school, and I was just I was bored, and all my life I had really. I was a gamer. I had really been on the game a lot, and I had used to play a lot of computer games, and I had kind of knew how to edit videos because I mm. wanted to make YouTube videos. Mm. So we're in the basketball uh, season, and my friend, he used to record video, but he didn't really edit or nothing like that. So I was like, yo, can you just record some of the clips, even though I'm in the game? <laughs> I would, you know, I would go home, get on my iPad, and I would start editing video. Uh-huh. So after basketball ended, I didn't play baseball, so I went and got my camera. And I was trying to, you know, focus on video for real. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it for a seven-on-seven team mm-hmm. called Gas Crew in Montgomery. Video still. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to Tuskegee for real is when, um, when I really started taking pictures. Because I was, I was still doing both, but at the time I just wanted to try and transition over to pictures. And I got here. Uh, you remember your first photo shoot? Here? Yeah. I want to say it might be the football team. Really? It might be. I came out to the – because I remember I – uh. you know, Curl? Yeah, Curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, met Curl. I was trying to – because I was trying to find where it was to talk to the coach. And he was like, yeah, come on. I'll, you know, it was real love, too. He was like, come on. He didn't know who I was. He was like, come on. I'll show you where the coach is at. So yeah. I'm going to like, all right, you know, we got a scrimmage coming up in a few days. Uh-huh. And they are like, just come out. So, you know, I popped out. And, you know, it was cool because you could kind of tell they all didn't really expect a photographer for real. Mm. They were just so they you know they're all posing for the camera or whatever and that was really mm-hmm. the first time that I had taken photos and posted posted them here. Damn, and that's and that's crazy that you say that like the football team wasn't expecting a photography. Like I don't even. I was talking the other day uh, with my LBs uh, about like how uh, photography can bring so much to a campus like Tuskegee, if that makes sense. Like as far as just like say. A recruit yes yeah. uh, Tuskegee is trying to have them come to your school they're gonna look at what social media that's, pictures stuff like that and so how that looks or how that portrays goes a long way that's pretty that was that was my main goal before yeah. like coming here before mm-hmm. uh you know I didn't I, before coming here I was really just a sports photographer I wasn't really into a bunch of other stuff and mm-hmm. working uh with that seven on seven team mm-hmm. you know had a lot of four or five stars and I used to go on visits with them And me personally, I'm not really, you know, a social media type person who posts pictures and stuff. But I realize that's just what some people like. And that's what drives, that's what brings people here, social media. So when I got here and I see, you know, Tuskegee, most of the sports, they're like, oh, we barely had any pictures at all last year. Not just for one game, but at all. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I kind of see where we're at. I'm going to take it upon me to try and Mm. do what I can to at least, you know, get them some memories because that's what it's all about whether they go to the nfl or not mm-hmm. or whether they go to the you know nba whatever sport you're playing no, for real. it's all oh. about trying to you know at least capture a memory something that you can hold on to yeah so that's what my main focus was yeah that's hard that's hard that's pretty dope story for <laughs> real um usually like that dope stories uh like just people trying to be better and once you ask them their story of how they even came uh, to get in that business is usually something unique like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, my next question is, uh, as an artist, because, you know, we just talked about styles. And yeah. How you can, uh, would you call yourself an artist? No? I don't know if I, you know, a lot um, of people say that I am. It is, I, 
I don't know if I'd call myself an artist, but I do look at photography. I want mine to kind of look like art. Okay. That's what I, I want it to be raw. Okay. That's okay. really, so I guess you, I guess I, you could consider a photographer an artist because mm-hmm. it is their art. It's the way they perceive things. Yeah. Would you say you have like a certain style? I do. Yeah. Mine is, I try and go for as raw as it can be, you know, mm-hmm. like what you're really going to be seeing through the eyes, whether that's through football or whatever it is. I just try and, you know, make it all look real, real, but also like a painting kind of, that's what I go for. Cause Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's what, you know, you always want to capture something in a beautiful light. There's really no reason to take photography as something negative unless you're really trying to portray a certain message. Facts. Like you, you don't really hear people like come take this picture of me crying or something. Like, <laughs> like no one. You feel me? Like when you take photos, you're trying to like you're in a good mood. You feel me? You want this. You want this all to come out nice and bright, and that's what, that's why I try and reflect in my photos. Yeah, that is true. I ain't never thought of it like that. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, you know, knowing you, because uh, how, how how long do you think we know each other? About what a week, a year? A year. A year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, knowing you from when you first started uh, taking pictures to now, or just in general, uh, you've had a lot of success, a lot of accomplishments. What so far would you say have been your biggest accomplishment? Like, what could you, if someone was like, be like, man, what was your biggest wow moment? Like, what would you say? For me, it would have to be that whole little situation that happened when I had took pictures at CAU mm-hmm. that, uh, that homecoming concert, that Clark, gonna, Clark yeah, Atlanta. the Clark, Clark Atlanta concert. So, mm-hmm. reason I say that is just because, you know, there have been some times where I've went and I've taken pictures of some, uh, you know, nice places like really big events or big people and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. most of the time, it's just because I'm trying to get my name out of there. Like I'm trying to go, trying to go make a name and trying to get my stuff out of there. But when I took those gunners pictures, that's pretty, that's pretty much like the first time that. I really got acknowledged from like someone that, cause you know, I mean, taking pictures of, of a rapper or a celebrity or something like that, that can, you know, that can get you a lot of notice and something like that. Yeah. So that was the first time that someone of that caliber had noticed my work. Mm-hmm. And then for them to have hit me up still and be like, yo, we want you to come down and take these pictures. That's when I was like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I should start taking this a little bit more serious. Cause at that time that was in October. So I had been, you remember I told you I started taking pictures for real when I got here. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking pictures for about what three, four months. Damn, that's it. That was it. Yeah, when Gunna <laughs> hit me up at that that homecoming concert. Yeah. Yeah, I started uh, April, January, February, nah, March. Started mm-hmm. March first of uh, from like twenty twenty one. Yeah. March first of twenty twenty one. Yeah. And then I went to that CAU thing and. October of 2021. So it really hadn't been that far from when I had got my first camera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's probably my biggest accomplishment that I could say. Just because that's really been the only time that I've been, my work has gotten noticed for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can, I, I, I can see what you're saying about as far as like work getting noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like being on a big stage and, uh, and capturing that big stage, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, I bet it would open your eyes to a lot of things. It did. It, yeah. it, cause I didn't, before I just didn't really take photography like. Serious. And I kind of still don't want to because I feel like some people do take it too, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of the time, you know, when 
and I do believe in charging your worth, like charging mm-hmm. your price. But that's why, like, a lot of times, like, some people may not understand that I just enjoy taking pictures. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not always going to worry about the money. That's just sometimes, that's just what I enjoy doing. It's what I like doing. Nice. And I feel like if I keep it that way, that'll, that's how I can get the best work out of myself. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty dope. That's dope. Um, for someone looking to be, because I'm pretty sure you do have people that look up to you. Like, you probably don't even know it as far as just, like, high schoolers and kids that want to be a photographer. Um, for someone looking to, to take that route into photography, uh, what advice would you give them? Like, something that um, you would have wanted to know uh, before you uh, step foot into this industry. Man, take your time for real. Yeah. That's what, just time. Like, even though, like, I feel like stuff came a bit fast for me. Mm-hmm. And even at that, I still feel like I need to take my time. I feel like you learn a lot over time. Yeah. The more you, more you go out, the more you take pictures, the more you try, mm-hmm. the more you fail. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to get it right. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like, going and taking pictures of something unfamiliar, something I don't like taking pictures of. The more I do that, the more eventually I'm going to get better at it. And that's going to make me just an overall better photographer. No, for real. So I try and, for real, take my time, find mm-hmm. my own craft. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it's all about, just taking time with yourself to take. Like, if you really, really want to become a photographer, <laughs> and if, like, if you're really trying to take it serious, sometimes you got to just take the time out for yourself to really learn. Because yeah. it's only going to be up to you if you really want to make it as far as you want to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, this is just a, a question just that just came up off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, what would you define a grind, a grind lifestyle? Because you just said that, you know, um, you probably don't even know if you still want to do photography. But I'm pretty sure just knowing you yeah. and knowing you as a person, you're just not an individual that's um, naive to life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's some people that's, like, trapped inside the mindset of just – of whatever they think is right. Facts. And like, so what would you say be like um, a grind? Man, grind, it's, I don't know. There's not no definitive definition of it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like the grind is, it's to you. It's your grind. Facts. Facts. So, you know, for some people the grind may be, like you said, that 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. in gym every mm-hmm. day. That may be the grind for them. You know, they got to just make sure they at least do it once. Facts. For me, my grind was just, never stopping like i just feel like the more and more i keep doing it the more mistakes i make i know i already said that but the more mistakes i make <laughs> it's true though the it's better true. like that's that's how i look at it that's why it's like you know people always like dang you know mm-hmm. so we see you outside sometimes and it seems like you're never stopping photography mm-hmm. and it's like well sometimes i just i feel like if i stop that'll give that'll just push me back like mm-hmm. i feel like my grind is just keep going forward you know you're always going i didn't realize like in life you just you have to have an obstacle yeah. every day there's right. always going to be nothing will ever go perfect no matter how you were born mm-hmm. there's always going to be something that was that's going to mess up your day something that you got to get over and and it's not always going to be for the worse you know yeah it doesn't it's even have to be like make you stronger it doesn't kill you make you stronger and you know some stuff for real, God does stuff in mysterious ways. Mysterious. Like, you know, because with that whole Gunner situation, he mm-hmm. had asked me to be a, a, a personal. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't, when he had asked me, like I said, I had only been taking pictures for about 
a few months at that time. So he's mm -hmm. asking me this. I'm like, well, what does that really mean to be a personal photographer? Mm -hmm. See, I didn't understand. That's like pretty much their assistant. You're living with them. Damn. Like you're on travel with them. You're going everywhere. So that's dropping college and everything for me. I didn't really realize that mm -hmm. when they had asked me that. So it's just crazy that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the a situation he's in right now. Yeah, it's unfortunate the situations he's yeah. in, but like people don't really think a mat like he's in a messed up situation. Imagine all the people around him, because that's like a lot of people depend on him. Oh, and I would have been. It wasn't just them two that that caught the Rico charge. Bro. Yeah, no, it's about 26, 26 of them, I think. Damn. Don't quote me on that, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of them, and it's just like. I would have been one of them people that like for real because my money would have been coming from taking pictures with him and stuff and mm -hmm. it could have put me on you never know but yeah god works in mysterious ways and, you know mysterious um, ways. i at least still get to keep taking pictures because you never know what would have ended up happening stuff like that no nah, for real for real because even um my route at tuskegee mm -hmm. like tuskegee was the only school i applied to on me because yeah. at first i applied late like i didn't even um uh really want to come here i wanted to go straight enlisted you know what i'm saying that's a uh military yeah 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 straight military and um i may uh, shock a lot of people when i say this i may even shock you when i say this <laughs> uh, my freshman year i had a 1.5 gpa 1.5 1.5 like after my first semester honestly i don't know some people here they're like dang how do you let it get that far but it's mm -hmm. like I can understand. Yeah, because, I mean, it's the, it's, it was the freedom. You know what I mean? It Most, the, you're never used to that. Never, never. And then I was just, I was just wild. And so it's crazy because, like, looking back to my first semester to where I am now, I would, I did not expect for me to be in this predicament now. Yeah. As far as just what I got going on, what I'm doing, what I plan on doing, my mm -hmm. mindset. And so I feel like God does have a lot of mysterious obstacles and places you in different places just for you to grow like i feel like for you at that time that may have been like a mm. like at the time your freshman year and you see that gpa you're probably like dang Hurt. like yeah like like probably like for me i would have been like dang like it's just like it, oh it. it's over with yeah because that's how it is but like sometimes you got to go through that moment that's gonna mm -hmm. make you stronger no nah, for real for real so yeah i i, I definitely agree um Recently, um, I'll say about like about like a couple of months ago, um, it was an article hmm. uh, about um, Annie. Don't I may <laughs> mess this name, <laughs> may mess this name up, but uh, Annie, uh, what was her name? Le Leibovitz. Leibovitz. Annie Leibovitz. Annie Leibovitz. Uh, she was a photographer for uh, Vogue magazine, and um, uh, a lot of people was frustrated with her pictures in regards to how she captures black excellence. Mm -hmm. And so with you being at HBCU, a predominantly black institute, yeah. uh, an Ivy League institute at that, not just no regular uh, institute. Um, uh, just to give people a backstory of Annie Leibovitz, uh, she had a uh, photo shoot with um, Simone Biles. And so she received a lot of uh, negative feedback in regards to how she captures uh, black skin, uh, how she profiles it and not, um, and doesn't portray its true beauty. And so with you being a photographer and capturing majority of people of color, mm -hmm. um, what would you say um, be the, uh, 
I'm trying to look for the uh, right word. What would you say be the uh, aspect or the reality of how to capture that black excellence? I feel like I feel like most people can't like when you when you come to just capturing black excellence, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people first, there's like a you know the camera aspect about it. Our skin is obviously mm-hmm. naturally darker than Caucasian people, so mm-hmm. in that in that aspect of capturing the photography, automatically in order to capture our skin, usually the picture has to be brighter. Mm-hmm. And I try and you know when me personally capturing black black skin and black excellence, I try and stick with that that mm-hmm. with that bright and vibrant because I feel like that's a way that you can through the picture that's the way you can express what you're feeling and who the person is and and with the colors and all that and when you look at her pictures and you see the i don't know how to explain it it's just the darkness of it yeah. that's what you bland bland yeah desaturated yeah. it's just it's not it's not how black colors is meant to be captured yeah we're meant to be capturing the limelight that beautiful light like if you look at it hers are the pictures are behind shadows or they're behind pillars or something mm-hmm. it's almost like um like black people are hiding behind something yeah, yeah but people don't really know it because it's it's small stuff like that that people don't really mm-hmm. look into it's just a picture mm-hmm. you know you don't really see black people in the sunlight mm-hmm. in her pictures or stuff like that and i feel like that's what you need yeah what you need to focus on when you're trying to capture black people no, black that's excellence true. that's true because even like say if you go to uh an art gallery mm-hmm. you know what i mean like me and my girlfriend we went to uh we was in new orleans it was our first time going to an art gallery. It was my first time, like just going to an art gallery itself. Yeah. And so walking around and uh, actually um, looking at art and just like uh, photos. Um, the point of an art gallery is to to think of how you portray that particular art, mm-hmm. or that particular painting or photo, whatever it may how be. How you perceive it. What perceive what what message you're gonna get from when you look at that picture, that photo. Exactly. What message am I gonna get for this? What am I gonna be feeling about the the artist? Exactly. And so, being a an artist uh, or a photographer or whatever, that goes a long way of how you you know capture yeah. whatever you're trying to capture. That's and what. so, but also the uh, Vogue magazine um, also receives a lot of feedback or negative feedback of hire of not hiring black photographers or just even um, pictures to or people to be in their um, the magazine i didn't know that lebron james was the first and if you look those she captured those pictures in 2008 he was the in 2008 in 2008 this is what that's 14 years ago 14 years ago he was the first black man to be on the cover of vogue magazine that's wild i think they said something about it in a, a rolling star that little baby documentary that mm-hmm. he was one of the first to be on a Rolling Stone cover, and that was in like 2017, 2018. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, but I do feel like, you know, black photographers don't don't really have that. They don't have an advantage. Yeah. When you really look at the industry mm-hmm. and photography, and a lot of people don't notice it, but you could just go when you watch a regular NBA game and you look at the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You look at the, the who's who's on the court taking pictures. You're not going to see that many black people. Damn. Guaranteed that you won't see. And the, but that's not just with sports. That goes a long way, whether it's like for magazines or for uh, newspapers or for mm-hmm. big venues and stuff like that. You really, really do not see that many yeah. black photographers at all. A lot of the time, um, 
most known black photographers are usually freelancers or something like that. They're not usually signed to uh, like a, a Getty Images or an ESPN or something. It's usually just they're on their own, their own brand. Yeah. A lot of people don't notice that. Yeah, and that's crazy because even um, doing my research and just planning for this podcast interview itself and, and reading certain articles, I didn't even know that. Well, I mean, it was evident that, you know, racism is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But as far as just being it or it being in this industry, it was, you know, mind-shocking. But yeah. You know, it's it's crazy how it's still around, how they're still. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, for me at least, the way I see it is that it's just another reason to go harder. Mm. Yeah. Just another chip on your shoulder. <laughs> that's what that's the only way you can treat that's it because I feel like if you – if you let something bring you down and you hold it to a higher pedestal and you know you mm-hmm. say oh well, I can't be here because so and so yeah giving giving yourself an excuse you got to just sometimes tell yourself you know what yeah it's just all about me and that's why I try and focus on for real yeah that's real that's real <clears throat> um so with you um having that chip on your shoulder uh carrying it with you and trying to better and grow yourself mm-hmm. where do you see yourself in 5 years a short-term goal, I should say. Man, I really can't even say. Yeah. That's the that's the realest answer I can give you. Okay. Don't know, because if I could say, you asked me a year ago, did I think, like, <laughs> I think I'd be where I am now? Yeah, I couldn't true. even say. Six months ago, I couldn't even say where I'd be. Yeah. So I really, you know, before I even came to college, I never, photography wasn't even a, a thing. Like that would be the last thing I thought I'd ever be doing. Yeah. Was photography. I honestly thought I was going, you know, go to school become a lawyer and that's what I still want to do but you want to become a lawyer mm-hmm. real estate law Damn, that's okay. what I that's what it's always you know my first uh, major was political science but I just yeah. I don't know I just wasn't really messing with the mm. the major so that's why I changed it to sales and marketing facts I want to go into construction law see that's what see that's mm. why I, that's why I really want to um I just feel like the law is something that black people specifically can benefit so much from knowing so much like if we knew the law it would just go so much further and that's why that's why i want to be in law for real so much but i don't even know where yeah i can't say that i know where i'll be in five where i want to be yeah um i just want to be in a comfortable place yeah just a comfortable place where i can support myself and keep keep grinding towards my bigger goal facts facts I, i i definitely agree with that that's, I mean, it is true. I ain't look at it from a diaspora of just from five years ago. I didn't think I was going to be in this predicament mm-hmm. itself. So, yeah, I like that. I like that answer. Um, hmm. uh, last question uh, for this great interview we've been having, podcast interview. Um, what do you define a photographer? What does photographer mean to you? Uh, and what are you trying uh, to have your um, customers um, uh, gain from your photography? Like, what does photography mean to you? Because you did say, you know, um, it's not something that, you know, you just want to focus on all the way in. You know? Yeah. So what does it mean to you as far as now? Like, what's the purpose? Right now, for like the purpose for real is just honestly just capturing the moment. Yeah. You know, obviously, I took it a bit more serious when I realized I could make money off of it. Cause you know, I mean, money does 
pays bills, gas and stuff, and you need right. that. But that's just that's what it's been all about for me, just capturing the moments. I feel like time we live in, like life is just too short to just, you know, go around and just be doing. I want to capture them the moments that people could really remember. Like, you could look back at that photo and be like, Leek took that, that was a good moment. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that was a moment I really enjoyed. Or I remember this photo shoot or those pictures are really nice. And that just, to me, when someone tells me that, like, they like how the photo came out or they like they like the work, mm -hmm. to me, that's like, all right, my job's done for right now. Like, I did what I needed to was get them to, you know, see what I'm seeing through my eyes. Because mm -hmm. I feel like we're all we're all beautiful in our own way. That's why we all came to an HBCU, cause, but we're all, we're all just black people at the end of the day trying to better ourselves in a world that doesn't really like us. Not for real. So I feel like if we can, if I could come here and capture the beauty in that, mm -hmm. that's just, that'll be worth it all. Bro, you, you, you said it best, cause even the reason of me starting this podcast, bro, it's so much, so much talent at just Tuskegee. There's just, there's so much within <laughs> black people and it's crazy. Man, it's crazy. Like we don't, we don't even know. We don't even uh, know. Like us, us as people don't even know. Don't Cause even we, know. we don't even know our own potential. Facts. Like we don't know our own beauty and stuff like that. Facts. And that's just. It's wild. It's crazy. But I mean, I am a firm believer of change is going to come because it slowly is getting better. Mm -hmm. As far as just like what the media portrays a black man. Yeah. Or what the media portrays um a black family mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh yeah it was uh it's a fact that a black man and a black family uh is becoming more um prominent meaning like uh, uh back in the day when there was um i'm trying to think i can't i can't think right now um like black families make more contributions now like facts like black black dads are down or black dads black fathers are now starting to be in a black family mm-hmm because uh, you know about the 13th amendment and how yeah vacancy if you didn't have a job you'll be thrown in prison just like that that was a way to get black men out of the black household it was crazy yeah it was crazy some of those it's just crazy when you look at how how close it really is to mm -hmm. where we are now. Not that those laws, like that's how people, like there are still people alive mm -hmm. that were living back then that, that was you, affected by that. Yeah, that like, and they still are affected to, that, to this day. Yeah, yeah, so, but it, you know, change is going to come slowly but surely, mm -hmm. um, but. Change is coming here, I'll tell you that. Definitely yeah. for, definitely with the media side, you know, we <laughs> you know, we getting, we getting a lot more photographers, mm -hmm. videographers, all of it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm for all of it, that's yeah. how, we're, we're capturing our school and the beauty that it's meant to be captured in, Facts. for real. That's Facts. what I'm. That's what I'm starting to love. Facts. And especially this year, it seems like people are just enjoying. Yeah. You know, there's been a, there's been, there's definitely a bunch of bumps in the road, but I think mm -hmm. Tuskegee, we gonna be. No, for real. As far as the, the the first three weeks that we've been here, it's been a great ride so far. And so I I think that it, this whole school year is just going to be. Yeah, you know, we got some. We got. We still got some issues. We gotta. Dealing we with. gotta tackle here. You know, there are <laughs> definitely still some big issues going around. Yeah. But once we get past those, we're going to be straight. Yeah, we're going to be straight. Um, so, Leak Edits, as you may know him, I would like to thank you for being on this podcast, the one and only. Sure. Um, thank you is, for having me. Oh, yeah, for no real. problem. It's an experience like no other. Um, and so I just want to shine a light on your excellence, on the excellence of just Tuskegee as well. And so this was another great episode uh, in doing. Uh, catch you next time on the one and only podcast.